I forgot my countdown timer. Hey, welcome to Wolf's Watch. We have a great guest. I'm Wolf, as always. Grab something to write with. Bring your questions. We have Aubrey Poole with us today. Aubrey, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me here. I, I am so glad you came. Now, as you're watching this, even if this is on the replay, send us your questions. We'll get them answered for you. This is 21st Century Television, live and interactive. And really want to stress the interactive. This is a conversation Aubrey has an incredible life story. She is a world championship athlete. She is a highly sought after business and life coach. She is a master communicator, a master practitioner, master teacher of NLP, and we'll be covering quite a bit. Aubrey, I, I really wanted to start with your, with your story, which is included, by the way, Aubrey is part of the new book, Driven to Courage. By by edited and published by um, Matt Browning, who is that Matt guy? Anyways, a mutual friend of ours. That's how I met Aubrey. And Aubrey, you shared your story, and it's just like my gosh, you know, at, at such a young age, at age eighteen, you were experiencing challenges that that could devastate anybody for a lifetime. I mean, how how did you transform from transform that experience into such a powerful, positive life that you're leading today? Mm, thank you for asking me that and for holding the space for this conversation. I, I love sharing my story. And I think what I can start with is when I was younger, my frame of mind, my mindset. And I believe that we have personalities based upon our personal reality, right? As Joe Dispenza says, my personal reality growing up was highly insecure and very academic. So there was this interesting paradox between my accomplishments and my internal you know, life force. Growing up with low insecurity meant having trouble talking to people, sharing feelings, communicating things out loud. So I felt this shunt in my voice. Uh, now I see it as that because academically, I was a 4.1 student, you know, straight A's doing so well in school on paper, yet not feeling well internally. And then when I was 18, mm. I was gifted something from the universe. And I don't know what it was, but it was when life just kind of throws you in this huge curveball. And I experienced thyroid cancer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The only thing that I... And, and you got the diagnosis right after your 18th birthday. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's so interesting man. when I legally and, you know, become an adult, what happens? And, and that was where it's like, what are you going to do as an adult here? And so thyroid cancer was fast and it was deep. And I went through two surgeries to remove my thyroid glands and three or four of my parathyroid glands. After that, the whirlwind of healing, it, it didn't happen all at once. It was more over the course of a year and a half because Remember, my voice was being shunted when I had surgery. It scratched my vocal cords. So I literally was talking like a whisper like that for two years. I couldn't laugh. So when you can't talk out, <laughs> you go yeah, in. Yeah, for two years. Holy cow. Pretty much. I still worked. Of course, I was me. I was right. I needed to accomplish stuff. Are you kidding me? So I well, still and worked. you were, I want to make sure that the, as you're watching this, get the context of this. All this is going on in Aubrey's life. And at age 18, she's already managing a fast food restaurant. 
right? Yeah, a pita pit sandwich shop. Yeah, we show ourselves the leadership and others believe, believe in the leadership that we have. And sometimes we can't see it ourselves. So I'm very thankful yeah. that I had people that could see me for more than I could see myself. And they helped me. And Matt, the, our common friend, was one of those. Because after thyroid cancer, you know, I did go deep. And I was able to rekindle my love for myself. And deeply, I was able to see that I was the perpetrator of my own darkness in my mind. It, right. If there's an issue, issue, <laughs> issue. <laughs> yep. And it just allows us to turn the life lens and say, okay, I know this has happened, but what can I do about it? And this is all what led me into neuro-linguistic programming and being in the space of, wow, okay, here's, I can explain the neurological phenomena that happened to me when I went from such a deep space of self, self-hatred, unable to speak through a process of learning my voice both inside and physically and regaining the strength of my voice and my vocal cords. So that's my story is going from a surgery that took out my voice and I had an inability to speak when I was younger and shifting it into becoming a speaker and talking on stages. And that's where I met Wolf. <laughs> and, and I've, and I've seen you on stage. Yes. You're an incredible speaker. Thank you. You're, you're great on stage. Thank you. And you're a great presence. And as you're watching this, you know, you've likely been on stage as part of building your business. That takes time in, in building confidence to be able to hone that skill. Uh, Aubrey, one thing I, I wanted to make sure that we touched on, because it just adds another dimension to just where you were at, the space you were in when you were 18, is you also had an eating disorder at that time, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that started when I was younger. It was the trail, oh the little, the little tiny thoughts that add up over time until you realize, oh, okay, this is probably not normal. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you get, so you started to work on that, that, um, if I understand what you're saying, you started working on that inner dialogue. Yeah. Was that part of, was that the key to being able to overcome? Cause just, I'm fascinated by the kind of transformations that people go through like you have. You know, what made the difference between, you know, a quote from your book, I want to make sure I get this right. You know, in, in uh, Driven to Courage, you mentioned, you make the statement, you know, unexpected life experiences that throw them a curveball. Yeah. Or that throw you a curveball. And it, it, people do experience that. And too often that becomes a negative life defining thing that cripples people. I mean, what, what's the difference between being crippled by such, in, you know, multiple intense experiences at a young age versus being able to transform that into a complete win in your life. Yeah. Thank you for, for responding in that way and, and noticing how deep those experiences are. That helps me feel heard and understood for going through those things at such a young age. And now that I've gone through it, I do see it as being a very heavy time. And yet I see it as so much more as the greatest insights that I've gotten into life. And with the eating disorder, it was starting to notice the relationship with the food, but feeling sick, feeling unwell. And that's how we know that there could be something that can shift is when it doesn't feel good. You wake up in the morning and you're not excited. You're not motivated. You know, I was in this very drone sense of accomplishing things and getting, even when I got older, I had 42 certifications, you know, it was being stuck in this mindset that was 42 certifications 
Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All in, in movement and the fitness industry, learning to heal mindset NLP, because this is why, this is why I shifted from going from that deep space. I recognized that there was something in my thoughts and I, and I'm very grateful for that response. I don't know where that insight came from because it happens when I was 18, you know, maybe it was the surgeries, it was everything, but I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I noticed I was sad and I saw people that were happy and I wanted that too. Well, how do you get that? Do you have to change things around you? Some of the environment sure needs to change even more. So it's the mental environment. And maybe I credit it to the gym and some of the athletic training. You know, when you're playing a sport, you're playing a team, you're considering the mindset of the game. So I, I was raised as a sports athlete. So I was like, oh, there's this thing that you like, you get in the game. Okay, so what's this game? This game is called happiness. This is the game. And let's try and shift the game to create the game of happiness. And what does that look like? And so I was able to start putting little pieces there. Uh, you know, it, it took rapid expansion and sometimes a lot of patience endurance. <laughs> that, well, at I completely res that resonates with me because athletics uh, at when I was in grade school was really a huge shift in my life that made such a difference. The uh, teamwork to be involved in it. Yeah, the teamwork, the involvement, the communication, both interpersonal, intrapersonal. I do appreciate that part of it that helped me grow even more into becoming, you know, a leader now that I am. Yes. And you are. I mean, you're now you're a successful entrepreneur, a world championship athlete. You're a highly sought after coach. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Creating the, the NLP Academy has been a huge insight into the accomplishments I have as an entrepreneur, because, again, mm -hmm. I don't I feel like I created the business and I feel like that was just where life, all the right steps and all the right turns brought that opportunity to me. You know, in, in working with entrepreneurs through through your academy, are there one or two common um, challenges that you see that entrepreneurs have that you could you could share with us? Yeah, one hundred percent congruence. Ooh, one hundred percent congruence. One hundred percent congruence. There is a very important aspect that we talk about in neurolinguistic programming, and that's called flexibility. Entrepreneurs that succeed have the belief that change is possible, change is flow. There's this flexibility to go with the curveballs. Here it goes back to that any curveball that comes. I like that. Yeah. And we talk about the law of requisite variety, which is the fancy terminology we use in NLP for the law of flexibility. Stay ah, okay. 100% flexible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's just astounding. A hundred percent congruity that that left a mark when you said that. <laughs> it's like, I know I'm nowhere near a hundred percent congruent. I'm working on it. Yeah. Well, and a hundred percent congruency with what? So if I become even more specific, the people that find more success in the program and more success from what I've seen in entrepreneurship is 100% congruence about themselves, about the 
purpose and passion of their life. Not maybe necessarily 100% congruence with the plan, the strategies. That's a lot of external circumstance that will change day to day, but it's the absolute belief in oneself. That's 100% congruence. Even if the dynamics, the identities, and the specifics of life change, you don't have to be 100% congruent with that, but the congruence within is what I'm more specific about. So if I'm hearing you right, you're, you're saying that as a leader, what's going on with me internally is just as important as what I'm doing behavior-wise. Yeah, yeah. As a leader. Yeah, self-love and how do you express it? And as a leader, what role is that mm. bringing into your life? And because maybe there's some parts in the industry of entrepreneurship that you become a leader, but then you're pressuring yourself. So where there's incongruence, you're like, I'm working so hard, you know, I'm 80 hour work weeks, but truly there's this, uh, you're not feeling hundred percent congruent with it. So you're not enjoying the aspect. Being an entrepreneur is freaking amazing because you're living your business. You are within the cycle of your life and your business. There's this whole spiritual depth to it too. You're living your passion. But if you're pressuring yourself to work all that, you're not going to feel good. So 100% congruence, come back to that work schedule that feels good for you and helps you sustain what you need. What? You mean I can be a successful business person and feel good and be happy? 100%. 100%. Wow. That, that's, that sounds like crazy talk. <laughs> it's how you're training the neuro-linguistic programmings of your mind. Well, it, it, so speaking of neuro-linguistic programming, it sounds like it goes way beyond just effective communication. Yeah, it's everything. To be even more specific, it's wow. Okay, <laughs> it's everything. Okay, it tell is me more. A fundamental method of internal awareness. So neurolinguistic programming, neuro is the brain. It's the pictures that you're creating in your mind. It's the inner self-talk that you're hearing. It's the inner cognition that you're experiencing. Linguistic are the structures of the languages that you use. So what specific words are you using? Are you wor using words that are empowering you and feeding forward a system of positivity, flow, success? Or are you feeding forward a system of negative self-esteem, of less than great communication with others? What efforts are you bringing into your life? And the programming is the unconscious programming that you've experienced throughout your life and now what you can be in control of, what you can be in response of. Your programming also comes up for you to reassess it and reestablish it if needed. Hmm? Okay. Because, you know, it's just being able to, to effectively lead people, be able to effectively communicate in guide people to doing what's in their best interest, but also in the business's best interest and the customer's best interest would seem to be such a tall order that it, and it astounds me that we don't get education and training in those types of things. When, you know, like in, in grade school, high school or college even. Yeah, and I completely agree. I completely agree. I believe that I'm a product of that system as well, coming out of it with a 4.18 GPA, varsity soccer uh, coach and not coach, uh, team captain and coming out of those experiences, but then also feeling very less developed 
socially with friends, making friends, speaking feelings, speaking emotions, having deep, emotionally intelligent conversations. So relearning all of that in the alternate education system has been such a blessing because it is both schools have the, the intended purpose. And I really do wish that there was NLP taught in every elementary school. It would just make things even, even better. It would change a lot. It would yeah. change more than a lot. It would change everything. Yeah. Okay. I was talking with a group of entrepreneurs and, and uh, one of the things that came up was when was the last time that you really looked yourself in the eyes in the morning when you're getting ready for the day? And if you did, what, you know, what were you saying to yourself? And right there. it got really quiet. Yeah. When that came up. And it sound, sounds like that's the type of thing that NLP helps us to make a positive rather than something that can really limit. Yeah. We uh, refer to that as sensory acuity and it's your acute sensory awareness that you have both internally and externally. So when you look into the mirror, that's a visual stimulus. And for some people, that's a visual anchor. There could be a neurological pattern that's happening in that moment. That's why when they approach the mirror, there's kind of this reflexive behavior of negative thoughts being projected at them in the mirror. The importance is to recognize that once, when you have that recognition of awareness, that is a huge leverage point. That is the biggest leverage point for change because you're seeing yourself. You're seeing yourself and you're hearing that voice that looks at you in the mirror and doesn't say something that's nice. Okay, now what? That's where the NLP comes in. Now we say right there to define it, there is a visual anchor that has an auditory digital response. You have self-talk that happens when you have the emotional stimulus of seeing yourself in the mirror. We want to go in there and you only, you know the answer, what's best for you. What do you want to start saying? And there are NLP techniques that we do to replay that image in your mind to future pace yourself towards changing. And that shift will happen because you'll have a different choice. There is a different choice when you look in the mirror and talk to yourself, there's a completely different choice. There's a choice everywhere. And so when we search for that choice and we allow ourselves to see it, that's when a lot of change can happen. Well, and that's uh, on your website as well, isn't it? The, cho the choice is yours or something along those lines? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's part of seeing if you have an observation of a choice to make, how do you put yourself in the reality of both choices? And Ooh, okay feelings that are going to come up there and then make a decision from there. You're really thinking and establishing what's happening in your mind and your wants and needs. Yes, absolutely. So now so NLP is great on, on helping me get internally become my best. Mm -hmm. Does that also help me with being able to communicate more effectively with people that I lead or, or when I'm working with clients or prospective clients? Absolutely. Learning rapport and learning how to respect other people's models of the world so you can observe them for who they are and see, hear, understand them and feel seen, heard and understood as well. NLP can teach us what it can feel like when we're communicating with someone else. We have friends that are different. Some friends communicate differently. So if we listen to the words that they're choosing to use, everyone has their own model of the world. And when we observe this idea called model of the world, we start to see that everyone speaks their own language. And we want to, to get into better rapport and get into 
deep relationships where we can really feel that centered connection with one another. We observe their model of the world, respect it, and then us being the flexible communicators in NLP, we are the ones that make effort towards getting into their model of the world, stepping into it and saying, wow, this is how this person lives, communicates, and talks. How can I meet them at their level? How can I be with them? And it's a very interesting system. You're still being completely true to your authentic self, but you'll notice some of your friends you'll hang out with and you're just like raging because the vibes are high yeah. and you're talking like this and that's good. And then... You go to the other friend, you sit on the front porch and you listen to music and you just chill. But maybe if you were to go to that one friend that's way up here and just go, hey, I just want to chill. There'd be a, a difference of rapport, a difference of rapport. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because I have friends that I've had that kind of conversation with. We're, we're just we're just out of sync on that particular day. And it's like, come on, let's go. It's like, oh, you know, let's just, I just need to sit and have a moment. It's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. And that's, that's flowing with all the emotions that happen, right? We're never always yeah. the same. We have those ups and downs and you can start reading that and read the room when you walk in. And if they're raging, you're like, all right, I'm going to do this now. And then if they're chilling, it's like, okay, flexibility, flow with the system, get into the rapport of the room. Yeah, I, I, I want to skip around a little bit. I'm loving this, this conversation and where it's headed. Well, I'm also watching the time and I wanted to make sure to not miss the opportunity to ask, you know, now you're, you're, you're running the Academy. You, you've, you're on a great success trajectory. What do you know now that you wish you knew when you started? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. It's been about five years now that I've been building envisioning and creating this company. What do I know? In some of the arguably most turbulent times too, it's been a tough couple of years for a lot of businesses. Yeah, uh, that's when I thankfully have the space to be able to I actually I work so hard on academics and I'm such a team player that the gym I was working at where I was doing my leadership and NLP at the same time of the gym, the gym didn't make it through the pandemic. And so after that, I was like, oh, <laughs> no. ahead, let's go. And it was a space of flexibility. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, bummer. Yeah, whatever. The fitness industry will always be there it's time to make my industry. So I'm going to do that. Um, what do I know now? Oh, oh, beautiful. Action matters and imperfect action is still action. Messy action is the way I, I term it because just keep going. You know, the influx of the infinite internet things come and go and people don't necessarily remember the specifics of what you're sharing. However, if you don't share, they're never going to be able to see what you want. So messy action, the, how many times my covers for the marketing has changed? How many times the colors for the company have changed? How many times the way my manual has changed? Just adding things, keep going because what matters is the message that you have now. And if you have something to share and you know, because you're like, I want to get this out there. That's all the permission you need to keep sharing and keep building. And over time, things get more fine tuned. You really start to create the sculpture of the business and it only gets tighter and tighter and even better. But if you don't start, hey, you won't have it. <laughs> Good point. Wow. Good point. Yeah. It, take massive action and keep adjusting based on what you learn. Yep. Let it be messy. Just keep going. 
<laughs> Let it be messy. <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. Uh, so you're you're in Colorado, if I may. Yes. In farm country. Yes. Has that has that been integrated into what you're doing with the academy? Because you mentioned that you you were doing NLP training and uh, physical fitness training in in the same place. Is that trans translated into uh, the farm as well? Oh yeah, I've been creating this lifestyle for two years. I've been setting myself up in California to be able to have a business that can move and I can share this business wherever I am and I can also share it online. So I decided my NLP Academy is available online twice per year and then in person twice per year. I can switch up the in-persons because I can share the information wherever I'm at and people can travel. It's a 12 hour drive. And I, I made sure to allow this business to be in line with my true values. And so one day I can do what I'm doing now and building out a shed on a farm. And I'm so grateful because it, again, it was the belief that I had for about a year. I was like, well, I, you know, I wish I could move onto a farm. Like I wish I could go be with some animals and be on a couple acres. And then the internal language needed to switch instead of, I wish I could, it's how can I, how can I, Ooh. that snap, made nice. everything start to happen and then i knew the moment where i was like it's time so internally nice. <laughs> and i like that you know and I've, I've had opportunity to to be in the audience when you're on stage teaching and phrases like that stuck with me mm -hmm. you know it's like how can i instead of any other alternative right you know the, the, what would you know for, for something that would be a great that I, you know that i want to create what would um you know what would it look like yeah, that worry able to do that. That's a favorite because how can I strategy? What would it look like? Is the envision that'll make you motivated to get there? That'll be like, oh, that's the lifestyle I want. So you're building your compelling future. Or and also in because uh, a lot of times in running a business, you know, th there's a lot of problem solving that goes on. And yeah. to be able to look at something and go, well, if we if we could solve this, what would what would it take? Yeah. Type of a perspective. Exactly. And again, I'll point it to a technique we call in our linguistic programming called hierarchy of ideas, where it's about chunking up to the abstract vision, purpose, and bigger picture ideas. And then we chunk down into the specifics, action tasks, the necessary behavior changes to get there. So we cover that in the academy as well. <laughs> well, t tell me more about your academy. You've, you've mentioned that several times, both online and live. Uh, where Now, as you're watching this, where I had a chance to experience uh aubrey's teaching and her presentations on stage was at the launch for the book driven to courage uh, released by matt browning she's one of the authors in the book and now but with the academy tell us more about how that works awesome thank you so the life through leadership academy is a quantum jump into your inner awareness. It is learning how to communicate internally, externally with one another, with each other. And it's all this mental technology that we're talking about. It's a communication system. It was built in 1975 and modeled by marriage and family therapists, hypnotherapists, people that were excelling at creating change and helping create change in individuals, helping them realize change within themselves. So self-therapy is a good way that I like to describe it too. The Life Through Leadership NLP Academy is about a 65-hour course that I created with a 100-page manual. Happening. 65 hours. Oh, yeah. We go. Wow. That's pretty, that's extensive. 
extensive, immersive. It's a deep dive. It's a semester of school, you know? It's really getting into, and I call it an academy because it is, it's the school of life. It's the school of, it's the study of subjective reality is what it is. And over the course of 65 hours, we go into the neurological system, the communication system, programming, reprogramming. It happens four times per year. Two are live, usually in February and August, and then two online about in April and October. So I've got one coming up in October. And that one's a 12-week online academy. So that one will be meeting every week for 12 weeks, three hours per week. And then we do a big weekend, a big opening weekend too. Deep dive into neuro-linguistic programming. I have graduated about 70 students now in this program in the last two years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. A lot of students have been coming through and taking this deep dive and there are NLP academies, and not but not the Life Through Leadership NLP Academy. This is the only one. So, if this oh, okay, so you, your your focus on leadership is unique. I believe so. I believe so. Mm-hmm. I believe Excellent. so. <laughs> I believe more in the foundations of leading leaders. That I do not have the answers, the person, and I want to give the questions because each individual has their own answers, not trying to create followers, trying to help people get even more insight into their own leadership. So with another Academy coming up in October, mm-hmm. are there still openings? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. I cap it around 15 students. So we're about half full now and we're just getting into more of our marketing and that's where we're comfortable. We want it to stay intimate and personalized as best we can. So Awesome. So as you're watching this, go to lifethroughleadershipnlp.com. We've got the banner here. We've been streaming it uh, as we've been talking with Aubrey. There's a lot more information there. You really want to look into this and just, you know, in 20 minute presentation, one that was longer than that, 90 minute presentation that we sat through. I, I've got several, three of which I mentioned in our conversation, several gold nuggets that I was able to take away and begin applying. So this is something that's very, you know, seems very hands-on in your approach, Aubrey. Oh yeah. Yeah. You'll use it every day. You've already been using it every day and now you're going to define it and help yourself even more. Nice. So go to life through leadership nlp.com for uh to enroll you know you should be why aren't you if you're not working on your communication skills as an entrepreneur as a leader why not a relation you know being able to establish relationships with people deep relationships with your team is one of the ways to be able to attract top talent we hear a lot about the war for talent in business news and to be able to keep the people that you need on your team as well and this is a this is a golden time. If you can create an environment that people want to be part of, you can capture some of that top talent that's leaving the top uh, the toxic environments. I can't even hardly say it out loud correctly. You know the toxic environments that uh, that so many companies have created. So this is this is perfect timing for what you're doing, Aubrey. Thank you. Yeah, this is a great system for personal breakthrough, and even better system for learning how to coach and be a leader to help your other leaders yes indeed and with that we apologize arbery we're out of time perhaps we'll have an opportunity to do this again thank you so much for being with us today 
Thanks, Wolf. I really appreciate this conversation and the opportunity. It's been great. Your podcast is awesome. So thanks again. Thank you so much. And as you're watching us, thank you for being part of Wolf's Watch. We appreciate you being part of the conversation. And uh, as always, this has been Wolf's Watch. I'm Wolf, and I will see you on the trail.